0: Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this
1: is Straulredi. Today is June 3rd, 2021. The time is about um, 11.30 a.m. Ready, new PC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are in the conference call, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. Uh, you'll be announced with your name to ask the question.
2: Raman? Um, namaste, Radeji. Uh, hi. Hi. Um, so uh, my situation, I'm on H1B and I applied for 485 in October 2020 under AB2 That's category direct, no downgrade. Mm-hmm. Here's my situation. Seven years back, I got a traffic ticket related to alcohol. <clears throat> I was riding as a passenger, driver mm-hmm. made a wrong U-turn, and we were pulled over by a cop. I, a passenger was charged with prohibition of possession of open unsealed alcoholic container. Driver was let go with a warning. So I pled guilty, paid off the fine, and ticket status is disposed now in 485 question is uh, one of the question is have you ever violated controlled substance i put yes do you controlled substance
1: <laughs> it's not uh, controlled okay. substance but that's okay
2: <laughs> yeah my my lawyer paralegal they said you have to put yes here so i did no it's not controlled substance though
1: uh, the question is have you ever been arrested have you ever been, been committed a crime the answers are yes controlled substance is is these things, heroin and all those things. Oh. Alcohol is not controlled substance. What I, wa- what I want you to do is that I want you to file an amendment. Send them saying that you've been arrested or you've been convicted of a crime for and you provide all the evidence and then you tell them, no, you did not do any controlled substance. Alcohol is not a controlled substance.
2: Okay. Oh. Um, So can I approach your firm to have this amendment going? Uh,
1: It's not a big deal that you have to hire us. We're a little bit more costlier, though. It's not a big deal. Uh, If you want, you can consult us. We can guide you, though, to go through, hire us and all those things. It's not that essential. It's just a clerical error that was been done. But it need to be corrected because for them the whole rings both this guy is a controlled substance guy this guy's a heroic guy came from Colombia or whatever right no it's not
2: controlled
1: substance
2: and and can they just deny it or will they issue RFE? no, no.
1: they will issue an RFE, but i would i would rather want to volunteer the information in front of them hey we did a clerical error it's not clear it's not the controlled substance i will you know, have you signed an affidavit? Say, I never dealt with the controlled substances. There was a mistake and an error. And then I i don't think so. An Affidavit is needed too, because they will have the things. And maybe, yeah, I'm thinking of affidavit is good too. Um, yeah, it's up to you if you want to hire us. Uh, you can, if the the current lawyer should be able to guide you though. Okay. It's a paralegal that would dealt with you.
2: Yeah, because they themselves told me to write yes, so I'm not very comfortable. Uh, just just a follow-up question. Uh, I followed, I uh, applied for 485 under AB2 October 2020 got receipt in November 2020, but the party date on the receipt notice is wrong. Uh, should I be worried or is yeah. it there? Nope, no problem with that.
1: Okay, no thank problem. You. Ne- next person,
2: thank you. please. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.
3: Uh, hi, Rahul. Rahul, thank you so much for your service. Uh, actually, my question is uh, about the priority date in uh, uh, green card processing. So, my uh, priority date is Jan 2016 in EB3. So, no EB2 oh. in equation. Okay. Uh, but what had happened since Jan, I got promoted in the same company, uh, same team, uh, with slightly more responsibilities, roles, and responsibilities added to my profile. So uh, now I'm a little confused, like do I have to go through the labor and 140 again for the new designation or what are my options here? Uh, if since- I were
1: your company's lawyer, you don't need to. And if, yeah. if most of the immigration lawyers, uh, they are not going to have an amendment done. Um, now, the, it's not the question of what you're working. Let's say the previous question was software developer and now you're a manager is the software developer position still open for you? That's a question that they're asking. If this was yeah. Microsoft, if this was Apple, if this was uh, Facebook, if this is uh, uh, Tesla and all those companies, oh, they say, no, it's the position is still open. It's natural increment in the job. Nothing has to be done. That's according to them. So there are some people uh, that just want to extract money from the company and you. Um, that's different. But 90% of the lawyers think that, no, you don't need, and yeah. and did we add any trouble in getting the green card for? if they have questioned all these things? And the answer, no, we did not.
3: Yes, yeah, so there's a follow point to that. They said like, okay, now you got promoted, you are eligible for an upgrade. And they initiated my EB2 processing last year in December. Uh, so my labor is still in processing
1: for EB2 since December twenty. Uh, well, let me ask you this week. question would that's a that's this, this law firm is trying to make money you guess. <laughs> um uh, now the question is will they allow you to file adjustment of status if you downgrade i don't want that promotion i don't care give me chiprasi i want just a position i just want the green card so if you can convince them that will be fine otherwise you're stuck now, i think they have done downgrades for the people who were in the similar situation downgrade is different one, downgrade yeah. is different Downgrade okay. is just telling that bachelor's is the minimum requirement, uh, which okay. is which is different. This is a little bit different. Will they allow you to file? If ask them that question, though.
3: Gotcha. So uh, if, if the law firm says that, no, we will not allow you. To no, it's not law office.
1: firm. Okay. It's not law firm. I want you to first approach the manager. Can uh-huh. you tell that I still have the software developer position open? Yes, it is, for it is okay. the same. Wait, 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 oh, Sorry. <laughs> and then take to the HR saying that even though I'm a manager right now, I still have the software position open. Then you approach the lawyer saying that, look, even though I have a manager, you're filing an EB2, my software position is still open. Is that a problem for filing the 485? Check it right now. Don't go to September and check it.
3: Gotcha. So that's, that's what I was planning to do, but I had no idea where to start from. <laughs> so okay. thank you so much for your guidance, I mean, This would really help. Next
1: person, please.
4: Maheshwari. Uh, hi, Rahul. Hi, Maheshwari here. Uh, so when I came to the US, I applied for my uh, F1 visa. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, I applied for my H4 extension as well. And after that, my husband changed his company. So we had to apply for another H4. Mm-hmm. So now what happened is that I have received my uh, F1 approval, but it's going to be starting in since August 8th to
1: 2021.
4: Mm-hmm. And now I have received my H4 approval as well. And that is still uh, December 2022. So, mm-hmm. um, but previously I have received an RFE for the extension that I applied for my H4 saying that what uh, status do you want to hold because my F1 was already approved uh, by then. So now I want to know, um, there's another H4 approval pending which the RFE I received. And then now the extension of my H4 also has been approved and my F1 is also approved. So uh, my, but okay. my F1 is going to be starting on August 8th. So, now, my question is that which status would I be holding and will my F1 status uh, be val- uh, activated? Which, uh,
1: which status you want to be in?
4: F1 status, sir.
1: If you want to be in H1, F1 status, the best way for you is that. Okay. Uh, and it's starting in August what?
4: August 8th, 2021.
1: You can do one thing. I want you to go outside the country and enter back on August 8th into this country. You can go to Mexico or Canada and come back. And you may ask a question. I don't have the F1 stamping. How can I come back into the country with yes, F1? Exactly. There is an exception called automatic revalidation. If you go to Mexico or Canada, you can enter back into on F1 without if the valid identity 4 Now, there is a chance that they may have some trouble. If by any chance there is any trouble, they may they will still let you enter into H4. You will not have a problem, but they will oh. let you enter into the F one, and all the problems will be cleared. The question is, right now, you can say that I want to continue an F one and withdraw. You can withdraw the. Uh, you can withdraw the, the the RFE one right now because you already have H four approval right now.
4: Okay. Oh, but I already okay. replied to my RFE. So, would I be able to withdraw even now?
1: Uh, what did you reply to? Us?
4: I, I said, I want to hold my F1 status, but please just give me my H4 only till August 7th so that I have approval from uh, August 8th.
1: But you have another H4, which is approved beyond August 7th, is right?
4: Yes, that's right, sir. So
1: yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Still, whatever they do, it doesn't matter. Follow my directions. You'll be in a good hand.
4: Okay, so after the Canada borders open, so I can- um, Canada borders so- are not closed. It's not. Closed. Well, Mexico,
1: okay. I, I, I I take back my word. I mean, it changes every day. Um, you can. Mexico is still open, though.
4: Okay. Okay. So, uh, but if I would have uh, uh, entered on H four, I would not have F one status. No, sir. So, what would happen and I got then? the
1: point, but we will discuss at that point of time what to do. Ninety nine percent of the time, you should be fine.
4: Uh, stamping is not required. So.
1: No, ma'am. That's called automatic revalidation. I want you to read an article on R N log next
4: person
5: okay. please okay thank you maqsood hello rahul uh, good morning this is maqsood uh, thank you for your help i just have sure. one question. um i have approved uh, i140 and my current h1 valid uh, validity is until um, june of 2020 uh, 2023 and my uh, and it's H- H- my wife has h4 ead approved as well uh, till that date uh, if i change my job now will it uh, cancel or expires
1: the H4 EAD? No. As long as you maintain the H1B, she can work on EAD. Absolutely no problem. Even if I change prior That is exactly right. H4 is given to her as long as she's married and you maintain the H1B. You keep changing 10 different jobs, she can still work on the H4 EAD. Absolutely not a problem. But the validity of the H4 EAD should be there. What is your priority date though? uh
5: 2019
1: may 2019 not sure if i would change if i were you uh uh, why is that sorry i don't know i'm estimating it's going to go to 2018 i went wrong two years last time what if i go wrong two years this time and then you are screwed up because you don't you can't enter into the thing that's the way Okay, do you see the I mean, point?
5: Uh, yeah, I'm getting a better employer at this time. I was in a contracting position. I'm getting a full time position.
1: So yeah, I understand. But maybe it's up to you, though. It's up to you. Uh, but make sure that they file the green card too. They, they don't take much time to file the green card application. Okay. Okay. Think about it twice. Okay. And discuss with your wife on that too. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's up to you. Next person, please.
0: Yeah. Karishma.
6: Hi, thank you for organizing this. I have two questions. First mm-hmm. is my husband is on H1B India, mm-hmm. EB3 mm-hmm. with priority date, um, July, 2015. He wow, has, that's op- closer. yeah, he has opportunity to come to Canada as engineering manager for Canadian entity of the same company. Should he take this opportunity and come back to us after one year and file for EB1 or just wait for EB3 to get current in FY 2022?
1: Right now he is here or is in India right now?
6: He is in US right now, but he has opportunity uh, for engineering manager in Canada.
1: Hands down, take the EB3 right now. The reason here is that people think that EB1 is like a piece of cake, it's not. Just because he's an engineering manager, his probabilities, if I were to estimate based on that, is less than 25%. Would I take less than 25%? Would I take less than more than 75%? Second thing, I have to uproot my family from here, move to Canada, live in that cold and I have to get L1. I have to do all the paperwork and come back. I am not doing it
6: so um yeah that was my follow up question because i recently got transferred to canada via my same employer because my ead uh, extension was delayed so my company transferred me to canada so i'm in canada right now and my husband is, is in us so that's why we were thinking that he can move and live with me for one year because i have i to live. still
1: i still i still am leaning towards okay. um, getting it because if you get some problem there how long it's going to take to get back into it is going to be a big problem. Um, There's one guy by name, Raj Jagannathan. That's not a way to raise hands. In uh, Zoom, there is a different way of raising hand in Zoom. Um, Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was, yeah.
6: So, yeah, thank you for that. And then um, let's say his priority date becomes current in coming months, uh, the EB3 priority date. And I'm in Canada right now. So do I need to be in US when his priority date become current? Yes,
1: that's right. There are appointments available since you are living in Canada in September of 2021. I want you to book an appointment for H-4 right now. And you can do one thing. You can come into United States in October, file the 4H-4 application after coming on a H-4 application. You can go back to Canada, wait for the EAD approval and come back into United States. Okay. You see my point?
6: Got it. So okay. I, I would need to be there.
1: Yeah, you need to be there. But, but the can, EAD will be approved.
6: Okay, and then I can come back and still continue working here from Canada. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, got next it. person. Thank you. There are, some people, next per, um, there are some people, guys, raising hands is not like this in Zoom. Um, there is a raising hand different way in Zoom, guys. You need to learn that. Go ahead, Raj.
7: Oh, thank you so much, Rahul. Thanks for updating on this Zoom thing as well. Um, So I've been on H1 uh, since 2007. Uh, I'm a doctor. And I've got a physician national interest waiver approved um, in 2017, but I've already completed five years in an um, underserved area. Uh, I completed that in 2019. Then I moved in 2019, September, uh, then I filed an affidavit um, through another attorney from my uh, company, I mean, my, my previous employer saying that I have finished five years of the required uh, uh, stay on an un- 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 underprivileged area. Uh, my EB2 priority uh, physician last interest waiver is in August 2017. Um, I, I know I cannot downgrade. I cannot do anything. You cannot. Yeah. So there is this gray area, <clears throat> which I don't understand. Like when you move employers, you need to apply for a new EB2 national interest waiver. But not the current required. employer. so not, I can exactly just... required, uh,
1: as, uh, not exactly required though. Not exactly required though. If the underlying national interest waiver, you file the national interest waiver, right? Not your company. right? No,
7: yeah. Um, it's it's through the employer. Um, so it, it was, it's a physician national interest waiver. So it has to go through the employer, I believe. I cannot apply on my own.
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there are two ways that you can apply. You can apply by your own too. On the petition, does it say your name or the company name? The company's name. Yikes. So okay, now not, I'm... An, so you're not, not working... A place
7: where, No, I'm not.
1: Well you can apply for the national interest waiver right now, immediately by your own name right now. Okay. That would be the better thing. And do it right now. Don't wait. Okay. And the second Uh, thing that I would suggest to you is that you're working for a private company right now, right?
7: Um yes, it's a university hospital.
1: They can file a green card application. They can file a
7: national they can file a national interest waiver.
1: They can file a national interest waiver. Yes, you can file a national interest waiver. They can file a national interest waiver. And then they can put the date on 2017. Not a problem. Um, The third thing I also want you to do is that if your company can file an EB3 application for you, they can file an EB2. You can convert into EB3. Okay. Why? 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 Because what if the EB3 keeps moving? EB2 gets backlogged. You will have an option of moving into EB3. With National Interest Waiver, you can't move to EB-3.
7: I understand. But with all your um, um, suggestions all through these uh, uh, meetings, I I learned that like the EB-2 may become current in 2017 by the end of the year or the beginning of next year. There's a chance. With my current uh, uh, Physician National Interest Waiver, which is priority date then with the changed employer, will I be able to file an I-485 or no?
1: I-84 uh, I-485. You you yeah. yeah, you you can if you file one more I-140, yes. Whether you can without filing an I-140, I have to look into that deeply though. I have to look into the I-140 petition that you filed. But okay. you definitely can file a national interest waiver and file a 485 application again. retaining the old priority. Your company, the existing company, can file a national national interest waiver and file a 485. I would rather want you or them to do it right now rather than wait the priority date. Um, and I want you to get a copy of the I-140 petition filed by your company. I'm going to give a link to you that I um, you can go there uh, at okay. the chat or, or you can drop an email if you are unable to access it right now. Seems that you're driving right now. Um, um, and F-O-I-A-U-S-C-S. So I will, um, I'll put there in the chat though, okay? Okay, all right. Uh, the re- You get the copy of the I-140 petition. I do have it. No, not the approval, but the petition.
7: Oh, the petition. Okay.
1: Right. Gayatri, can you petition convert
7: from- that to everybody? Sure, Rahul.
1: Yeah. Petition. Um, go online and then it takes only 10 minutes for you to get it. Okay?
7: Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. Uh, should okay. I should I be uh, one second, Rahul? Uh, should I be uh, applying for the I four eight five if the September comes, like you're talking about? Uh, you may be uh, online uh, by. I
1: would. I would. No. I would not recommend that you subscribe okay. to our thing and pay the money. Okay. I would not recommend. Uh, the reason is that I would want to look into the I one forty to see if you can file the four eight five. If not, you need to first file a I one forty before you enter into the 482 application. I think okay. so, I'm leaning more towards filing an I-140 and until I look into it. So I, I, okay. you should shoot for filing an NIW first. Okay, all right.
8: Thank you so much.
1: Next person, please.
8: AJ. Yeah, hi. hi Rahul, this is AJ. Uh, my this question is, is regarding uh, EB3 downgrade for Schedule A. I think I have learned that I'm anticipating a denial uh, eventually my I-140 is still pending. My question is about the EAD. I recently got EAD and AP based on that don't pending application. It. Don't, don't use I, it. My ev 2 priority date is May 15, 2011. And I okay. believe that we are optimistic that it should be current either by filing or the final. But my question is, is it safe to use that let go of H1 now and hope? No, I,
1: no, not for you. Not for you. And for anybody whose I 140 is not approved, I do not recommend letting the H1B go anyway. Um, We have noticed a fundamental problem in the way we are filing the I 140. Now, we haven't tested it on the other people, though yet, is that we are thinking we should have filed an amendment for Schedule A people. Instead of filing as a new application, we may have done a mistake. Uh, I don't know, we haven't even tested it, uh, but we just got into it. Right now for the people, we are filing a prevailing wage right now, because that's where the problem is coming up Mm -hmm. and keeping it ready for them to file in October. That's what we're doing for the people though. For you though, I would still file a prevailing wage and keep it ready, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh,
8: uh, And definitely not use a EAD. Getting into the technicality of it, let's say if I were to use it and take a still a big chance, And if my I-140 gets denied, but if my next month EB-2 date gets current and I'm eligible to file EAD and AP again, or 485, can I continue to use that old EAD they approved based on EB-3? No,
1: no, you cannot. That once the 485 or I-140 gets denied, your EAD is automatically canceled. And once you use the EAD, your H-1B is out and -hmm. you'll have to go outside the country to use the H-1B.
8: So I have to apply for a new AD and AP along with the new EV2 date. when it Absolutely.
1: Is absolutely. You need to.
8: Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Next person, please.
9: Devendra. Hey, hey Rahul. Thank you. You can hear me?
1: Yes, I can, Devendra.
9: Yeah. So all my situation is like, I have the I-140 approved from company A. I'm currently working with company B and my priority date... Uh, in EB2 become a current in EB3. So uh, should, and and my and with current uh, and with E- uh, What is your priority date? My priority date is, uh, august 9 2011.
1: You didn't file the 485 or you filed the 485?
9: No, I didn't file the 485 because I'm working for the com- for the company B and this is for the company A. And mm-hmm. with company B, I'm just, uh, I just got a prevailing wages approved so what 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 should we what should i do like should i go back to the current company
1: a Well, are they willing to take you
9: yeah they they, they can take me uh, they can find me the job and yeah they can is
1: how big how big is that company
9: the um, company a is the very big it's a, it's a very big company
1: oh go and stone, go <laughs> It's it's. I mean, yours are is going to be current. I don't know how to say that, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go.
9: Okay, and, and if, if I stay in in company B and e, and I stay with the EB two, like uh, uh, means the filing date is still, is is just at nine days behind. And so how long it takes from prevailing wages to come to the palm?
1: Uh, the whole process. If if you if, did you file the prevailing wages.
9: Yeah, privileging wages got approved also. Like right now it's in the, uh, like, uh, the so,
1: advertisement. Advertisement. So it's going to take around nine to 10 months for you to get the labor, labor certification approval. That's when you will be eligible for filing the for 4-8-4 application. Oh, so probably
9: that will be
1: the late, right? Because... Most probably did... most probably for you, it might stay current compared to the 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 people though. You're in 2011, is it, right? Yeah, for you, it may stay stable, though, unlike other people. But now, it's a judgment call. Yeah, but if the company A is a big company, I I don't want nine months extra in my life. I don't even know what's going to happen after nine months. I have it current right now. In July, I'm current. Boom, I'm out. So I I I am impatient. I really want to get into it. I want to get into the boat.
9: Okay. The other question is like right now my H one is in with company B is pending. So they said uh, they are saying even if we want to take you H one should
1: be approved. Is it right? The company A. You meant to say? Yeah. Yeah. Company A is saying. No, like, do the premium processing. Do the premium processing of company B, extension.
9: Yeah. Only thing like this company saying like even if you spend a 500 five hundred dollar if you get RFE then.
1: That's okay. What's the big deal? Get the H-1B approval. Your your chance of getting RFE is not higher. I still will get the H-1B approval and move to company A. But if you choose not to go, it's not a very major blunder at this point of time. It definitely was a huge blunder in September of 2020, though. Next person, please. I'll take the next three callers, guys.
4: Rajap?
6: Zayas?
10: Yeah. yeah. Hi, Rahul uh so rahul uh, uh, uh can you hear me rahul yes i can yeah so rahul uh, currently i'm working for company a so company a uh, my current h1b is going to expire on uh, july 7th 2021 so they are mm-hmm. applying for an extension so mm-hmm. <coughs> in the meantime i got an offer from another company uh, so they are going to apply for when is H-1B. when is your i94 expiring <clears throat> Uh, 7th, July, 2021. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So they are going to apply for H1B extension in the, uh, in the current month. In the next 5 to 10 days, they are going to put in the papers for the extension. But in the meantime, I also got an offer from another company who is ready to put uh, the H1B transfer. So they might also put it in the by uh, end of June or something like that. So, um, but the the current company, which is going to put H-1B extension, they'll be putting it in normal processing. And the H-1B transfer company will be putting it into the premium processing. So I hope the H-1B transfer will get approved before the H-1B normal extension by the current company. So tomorrow after six months, if that H-1B extension gets approved and I have already left this company and I'm working for a new company B.
1: That's fine. The last action rule is not applicable to you. Last action Rawal, is only when you change from one status to another status. You're good. Okay, because t- today morning,
10: you know, I I checked with another f- uh, uh, law firm. You know, uh, as you said, you know, I didn't knew about this last section. She, uh, she told me that, you know, the, as last section will be impacted on your case. So, whichever uh, is the last approved. So, if tomorrow, if your H-1B That's extension... Not
1: applicable. Get- That's not applicable for you if it's the same, com- same category, visa category. But if it's F1 to H1, H1 to F4, those things it's applicable. Any other questions for me? Uh,
10: no, so I can continue. I can continue with the H1B extension company, or if my H1B transfer gets approved first, but I don't want to join that company. I want to continue with the H1B extended company, the current. You can company.
1: do either. You can do either way, sir. Either
10: way, the sequence doesn't matter of the approval.
1: No, sir. Sequence doesn't matter.
10: Thanks sir, a lot, Rahul, for your hmm? help. Next. In the-
1: next. Next person, please. It's only last action rule is not applicable if it's the same H-1B. It's only when you move from one status to another status. Good sir. Kils. Hello. Hi, Hi Rahul. Thank you for taking yes. the call. Um,
0: sure.
5: So I'm currently working for a company and they applied for my um, green card my, in EB2. My priority date is August of 2014. Uh, mm-hmm. October last year, they downgraded and they filed the I-140 and I-485 concurrently in EB3. Okay. Nice. So, so that's fine. Uh, now, what happened in December of last year that the company, uh, it's a bigger company, it's a multinational, uh, but the United States um, legal entity changed and they because they sold off a, a portion of the company and uh, they changed the legal entity. From let's say, um, ABC to com- ABC to XYZ.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: Now, now that's happened and things are going on. I just recently got uh, the AP and uh, AP and EAD approved, just like maybe two three weeks ago, and I'm currently asking um, the attorney to uh, proceed mm-hmm. with premium. Premium and uh-huh. correct, right? So I'm 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 you know kind of pushing on that. Okay. And, um, More more than a couple of times, I've heard back saying that they're concerned about the fact that the legal entity changed and whether the green card would continue with the EB3 or not. So I'm not sure.
1: Because the company that filed the I-140 does not exist anymore. I want to play in a defensive role right now and not use the EAD in advance for all. And maybe file an I-140 and 485 again. Oh, file it again? Not as a new application. I mean, I-140 as an amendment because the entity has changed and file it because the dates are moving. Most probably they're going to be current by September. I'm leaning off filing one more I-140, one more 485 application for you. So, so uh, just in EB3 or EB2 as well? Whichever comes first. Because when you file an amendment, uh, when you file an amendment, you can do either of those things. You're fine with either of those things. So the amendment is
5: not the um, the supplement J. It's basically just refiling the whole Refiling the
1: entire I-140, entire 485, entire EAD, entire advance for all for you and your family. Because even if the green card is approved, there may, I-140 is approved, I still have a problem with that. Because you're not entitled for the I-140 approval. The company doesn't exist anymore.
5: Okay. So, uh, so essentially, you're saying just reapply the whole thing. But but the current filing dates are not current for me right now. Whenever whenever they become current. Oh, whenever they become current. Okay. And I don't want you to use the year in advance for all. Sure.
1: Um, yeah. I'll okay. take the um, last caller today. But, yes. um, th- thank you, Rahul.
4: Raj Choudhury?
8: hey hi rahul this is raja mm-hmm. Hello. Yes, raja yeah say hey, hi raja i'm from uh, uh, rahul i am i'm from texas i'm on OPT. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i have an uh, third degree felony avoiding arrest uh, detention so will it be impacting on my immigration status
1: yeah yes it is um for that kind of things I am not equipped with the knowledge. I definitely will say, yes, it is. It definitely is. Um, I want you to contact another lawyer, um, s- especially the Spanish lawyers, immig- Spanish immigration lawyers. They are much well-versed in this than people like Indian lawyers like us.
8: Yeah. And also yesterday I had a conversation with a probation officer. He said he's going to report to the immigration department. So that's the reason I'm worried about uh, it will be impacting on my immigration status. Yeah, they may come and detain you. Uh huh.
1: So yeah,
8: okay. it's you better need to, to contact
1: contact yeah. an immigration lawyer, but not us. We are not expertise in that thing.
8: Okay, thank you so much. Uh, uh, your...
1: Where are you in? Uh, in you're in Dallas, right? Yes. Uh, this is called R- R- Rayna, R A Y N A. Rayna. Okay. And Bates. B A okay. T S, they're very good in this. Uh, Brian Bates, uh, that's a guy's name, he's very good in that. He's okay. the best. Okay. Okay, then.
8: Thank you so much. Charles, okay, thank, you. thank you guys
1: for coming in. The next conference is tomorrow at 3 30. Sorry, we couldn't take all the people.